Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. Well, good morning. I'm excited and I'm nervous, but I don't have notes. I just speak from the heart. And when Joe asked me to speak, I, I didn't want to, but I couldn't tell Joe no. <laughs> All Joe has done for me, I couldn't tell him no. So a little bit about myself. When I grew up, my parents had the family restaurant in a small town where I grew up. So I was waiting tables at 12 years old. So I, I just worked in the restaurant. Years later, my husband and I, we had a pizza parlor, so really all I knew was restaurant work. I worked as a waitress my younger days and uh, just worked for tips. Um, my whole life, I've never had a job where I got a salary, a paycheck. I've always worked on commission, and I like commission sales. Um, but after my husband, we had a wonderful business, was making a lot of money, living the good life, and all of a sudden, he got ill, got diagnosed with cancer, and seven months later, he was gone. I was very young at the time. It scared me. I didn't know what I was going to do. Actually, I did nothing. Um, and I thought, I, I can't live like this. I decided, first of all, I started going to concerts. That was, I become a groupie. That was fun. <laughs> It really didn't do a lot for me, but it was fun. And yes, Bill, I did see Elvis uh, many times. Um, so I did that for about three years. <laughs> then I'm thinking, I need to do something else. I had a friend that told me he found a business that he thought I would like and wanted me to go to a meeting. And I said, okay, we go to this meeting. And uh, it was in a, a couple's home. And there was this gentleman there presenting, drawing circles on the chart, have your dream home, your dream car, your dream vacation, make all this money. And I thought, yeah, that's what I want to do. So, of course, I got in. And, of course, most of you know it was Amway. And um, it was in 1979. Um, when I got in, I don't know if you, if you did this, but they had a shoe shining kit. That's what we did. We showed people how to make their shoes shiny. Well, that really wasn't what I wanted to do, shine shoes. So <laughs> I moved on. <laughs> I wrote my, my daughter was in Colorado in college, and I wrote her this letter. I said, we're going to be rich, rich, rich. And <laughs> so then a few months later, I said, no, we're not. Uh, but I did. <laughs> I went to a couple other companies. I don't even know the names, but it was skin care, vitamins. I got in the health world real big when my husband passed away. I said, I don't think there's too many things that I haven't taken. Um, but anyway, I thought, well, I'll just have my own business. I'll make my own skincare. So I bought all these books and all these ingredients and started making my own skincare. Uh, my kids used to say, Is this for a seed or is this for your face? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that didn't work either. I thought, Well, I need to get a real job. So I started reading the ads back then. That's when you looked in the newspaper. And I saw this ad that said, You must be sports minded. Well, I love sports. I thought, oh, I'll be working with the Pacers. 
Uh, so I'm going to go check this out. Well, when I left there, I wasn't going to be working with the Pacers. I was going to be selling insurance, which that's the last thing I wanted to do. Um, but I, I was going to do it because they were going to send me through a three-week training, and I thought, I'm going to do this. And when I got there, it changed my life for the better. It was the most wonderful thing I did because we did learn about insurance. But I was going to be working for W. Clemens Stone, which most of the training was mind training, PMA philosophy, training your mind, and learning you can get anything in life if you, if you want it bad enough. So, you know, positives in, positives out. So it, it did change my life. So then the first week you're in the field working, you work with your sales manager. And what you do, you, you work counties. You go to the small towns. You park your car. You get out. Mr. Sin says, start at the center of influence. You go to the bank. You try to sell the bank president. And then you go to all the other little businesses. And then you, you go to the residential. And then you go to the country. Well, most people don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I want to buy insurance today. I hope someone stops by. But, you know, that's what we did. Well, my sales manager, she was 26. I was 42 at the time. She did not want to train me. She thought I couldn't keep up with her. Well, little did she know, she couldn't keep up with me. I got promoted, she got demoted, and she was working for me. So... I, everything was, <laughs> and like we did a year's business every six months. So that first six months, I got promoted to a sales manager. And then the next six months, I got promoted to a district manager, which I had my own area, uh, hired my own people and trained them. And Mr. Stone had what he called the uh, standard of excellence. She had to write 100 policies in a week. So... Of course, once they know you can sell, they got you on every team there is. So all I was doing was selling insurance. And we had the awards just like we do here, the initial, the pearl, the ruby, the sapphire, and then the grand diamond. Well, if you do the grand diamond, which that's writing 500 policies in six weeks, you do that eight times, you actually get a diamond ring, which I thought, yeah, I want that diamond ring. They just dangle the carrot, you know. So anyway, after I was promoted to a district manager, two months into that, my youngest daughter, who was 20, became ill. And it was Labor Day weekend. She was very sick on Labor Day. I called the doctor. He said, meet him at the hospital. And we thought maybe she had to have her tonsils taken out. But she was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And it was like one hour, our whole world was just blown away. And the doctor said six weeks to six months. Well, I said, that's wrong. We're expecting a miracle. And I started putting signs up in her room. And I, I mean, it was, I said, this is not going to happen. Well, and Mr. Stone was so wonderful. He kept a room full of flowers. He had fundraisers for her, had her on prayer stations. Well, th 
three months later. Oh, and they had a trip up for Hawaii that, that cycle. And uh, she said, Mom, I always want to go to Hawaii. That's my dream vacation. And I said, you're going. I will win that trip. Well, I went to Hawaii without her because she only lived three months. So that was, uh, I mean, that uh, just devastated me. I didn't think I could ever work again. But they let me take six weeks off. But then I became a workaholic. I mean, I did things that no one else did. I mean, I just worked, worked, worked. Uh, they gave me a, an option if I worked 10 weeks in a row of 100, and I'd already just was doing five, so I was going to be 15 weeks just to have dinner with Mr. Stone in a private dining room in Chicago. But I wanted to thank him for everything he did for my daughter. So anyway, I went back to selling insurance. I knew I wanted to do marketing. So in the middle of that, I got into Mary Kay. I become a Mary Kay lady. I'm selling insurance, and then I'd bring out the Mary Kay. I'd sell the Mary Kay. <laughs> and my boss didn't like that. Uh, he, but I was doing very well. I actually was queen of sales the first year I was in Mary Kay. Uh, so anyway, he started dangling the carrot, you know, your benefits, your 401K. I'm going to give you more territory, more money. And so he sold me on it, so I gradually got out of Mary Kay. And I did get my 20 years in, just so I could get that $2,000 check and a gold clock. Uh, and then I knew I was going to do multi-level market. That was, I, that's what I wanted to do. I retired when I was 60, and I was going to do marketing. Well, lo and behold, my friend was doing Amway. So I'm right back in Amway. And we did it different than most people do Amway, we went out and bought the Cadillacs first, thinking we needed to look like we, <laughs> we could do this, <laughs> which <laughs> that didn't work either. So, <laughs> so then after that, I kept saying, I wanted to be in, I wanted health products or skincare. So I got online and started looking. I found this company. I thought the products sounded wonderful. So I started trying the products, the skincare. I loved it. Well, I saw they were going to have a meeting in Chicago, which is four and a half hours away from me. But I thought, I'm going to that meeting. And I told my friend, I said, I think maybe we can work this business and make some money. I never knew you looked at the owners, the comp plan, and all that. You know, I just looked for good products. So we went to Chicago, and who was at the door greeting the guests? Mr. Eddie Freeman. So <laughs> that started my career with multi-level marketing. <laughs> and that was in May. He said, I'm coming to Indianapolis to do a meeting for you girls. I said, great. <laughs> so the next day, he called me. We set up the meeting. Two weeks later, I'm picking him up at the airport. We had 40 people at the meeting. We signing people up. We were doing great. I started getting checks, and I thought, this is it. We went to a meeting, a conference, actually right here in Las Vegas in September. We got home. I called Eddie. He didn't answer. Couldn't find him. I kept calling him. Where are you? Couldn't find him. 
couple days later, he called me. He found something better. I said, better? I'm making checks. Yeah. yeah, he found something. He could help me make more money, wonderful products. So we're going there. I said, oh, my friends, they're going to be mad at me. You know. So anyway, of course, I stuck with Eddie. I knew he knew. So I'm not even sure how long we were with that company. I don't know. But the next thing I know, I was getting ready to go on vacation, and I was, had an early flight. At 10.30 at night, he calls me. And I said, Eddie never calls me at night. He always calls me in the morning. Well, he wasn't only on the phone. He had the master distributor on the phone with him. And he found this new startup company. Wonderful products. We're going to make lots of money. We're going to come. I'm going to come and do meetings. Steve's going to come and do meetings for you. Okay, I said, Eddie, I got to get up early. Here's my credit card. Put me in and tell me about it when I get back. <laughs> so, so then I, we were actually with that company for 10 years. I love the products. I didn't know about marketing still, but I was listening to Eddie. I was learning. They were weakening the products. Things were changing. I was kind of starting to figure it out. The next thing I know, he calls me. And you've all heard Eddie talk about what he knows about technology. I know less. We're going to be doing technology. It was a blind leading the blind. We're doing TV streaming. We're going to have a 1,000 channels. I don't even watch TV, you know, it's like, okay. But we did that for a year, thank God it was only a year. <laughs> and then the next, I mean, I was ready for the next call. <laughs> I was ready. And the next, and in between that year's time, the product, which was superfoods, it was a drink, I didn't take that drink. I got sick. I hadn't been sick in 40 years. I got sick. I was very, very sick. And it was in 2020. The COVID was just coming in. Eddie kept saying I had it. I mean, I was sick. So then he, he told me, he kind of conditioned me. I knew we were leaving. I, I, I know Eddie pretty well now. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew we were leaving, and I was glad. <laughs> So anyway, it wasn't only him on the phone. He had the owner on the phone. It was Joe. But I had met Joe back in this other business and loved him and Sarah. I was so happy. Uh, I knew Joe was a good guy. It was honest. I learned that you got to have the right owners. And uh, I didn't know Richard O'Brien, but I knew he had to be a good guy if Joe was in business with him. Uh, so I was happy. I was ready. I got my products in two days. And I don't even know what I drank, how much I drank. But for three days, I was drinking everything. The fourth day, I woke up and I thought, huh, I feel different. I didn't cough. My body wasn't aching. I got up and I think, gosh, I think I'm, well, I was 90% better. I didn't know. I, whether the good Lord above or whether it's the products. In my mind, it was the products because I was almost well. The doctor wouldn't even let me come in. They doctored me over the phone. 
So then I called the doctor the next day and I told him, so they had me to come in, they did blood tests, I did have the COVID, I had the antibodies, so I did have it. But I'm saying, thank the Lord for Zansense, you know, because I know those products helped me. So I knew I had a home, a new family, I was happy, and I have a great mentor that I have followed for 20 years. I love him. I've learned from him. I know how to work the business now. I'm doing three-way calls. I never did three-way calls before. Everyone says, you sound like Eddie. I said, that's because I memorized Eddie's presentation. You know, <laughs> it's like one of my friends calls me Jan Ed, uh, you know. But anyway, I know that I have found a home. The owners are wonderful people. I love Joe and, and Sarah. And immediately I met Richard and Carol in Salt Lake City. I knew I loved them too. And of course, I love Eddie Freeman. Uh, so I know I set a goal. My next goal, I know I'm not a spring chicken, most of you. No, I'm not a spring chicken. Of course, I like to think I am. But my goal is to be on this stage when I'm 100 years old. Oh, and I forgot. When I was at the airport, my daughter called me, and she says, Mom, remember that letter you wrote me? You said we're going to be rich, rich, rich. I said, yeah, I remember, and we are. You know, it's like... <laughs> so anyway, I know that there's many millionaires out there. You've made millions, and I've never made millions, but you can put this in the bank. I will be a millionaire with common sense. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.